She likes to look at starfishes and looks the other way. D. 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 That's a really good rap. I know. I wow. Yeah. I could put spells I look on at you. starfishes and... What did you say? I like to look the other way? Yeah. Wow. I'm impressed. I know. She makes her wax drip. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know. Okay, so... We won't mention names just because I don't want to get in trouble anymore. Welcome back to Blowouts and Brazilians. My name is Corey. I'm the owner of Hot Stuff Aesthetics. And I'm Myra. I'm the owner of Studio 13 Salon. And my personal Instagram for hair is viciousheart13. Welcome back to another episode. We're super excited to have you guys here today because today we are talking about listener questions. Um, Some things that people have written in on Myra's Instagram story Q&A thing mm-hmm. so that's what we're gonna be talking about also summer's almost over <laughs> summer is almost over <laughs> summer's almost over you guys oh my gosh um sad face emoji is that what he said sad face emoji Sorry, yeah I to um tweak the microphone yeah summer's almost over sad face emoji summer's okay almost over. so let's get right into it Um, We had a question here and it says, not sure if you guys talked about this because I'm just tuning in. So welcome. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome. We're so excited to have you. Anyways, that's what she put. Anyways, how much did you save to go solo? So Corey. This is a fun question because I feel like most people when they're starting out their business, um, you usually have like a nine to five job a day job something that's paying your bills before you actually go out on your own and go 100 solo for me that was european wax center i was working there at the same time that i was working from home so i feel like a lot of us can relate in the industry especially if you work from home in the beginning that's a great way to start saving money um, so you're not paying for an overhead and then also you're just using your day job to pay your regular bills right mm-hmm. that's yes. what you did too right yeah i worked at Supercuts, and then i assisted for like i don't know three months in hell and then i went solo yeah so i feel like and you did work from home as well like you had a shed or something yeah i had a shell built shed but um i just was never comfortable i don't know if you ever got super comfortable but i never got comfortable having people come to my house where my mom lives like no i, I never really felt comfortable either just because it's like Especially if you're bringing them into the house. I had like a spare bedroom when I was living with my brothers. Mm -hmm. So that spare bedroom, I just turned into like a little lash studio because that's what I was doing solo, just like um, solely just lash extensions from home because I was waxing on the side and European Wax Center didn't want you to like do services elsewhere. Um, So I pretty much just did the uh, lash extensions from home. And yeah, it was really weird because somebody would be like making a enchilada casserole or something oh my know? gosh i was and just gonna the say that yeah house just smells like food which is not our issue but like you don't want to get your lashes done and smell food yes i felt like i was obligated to offer my clients food so there was a point where i was legit like going back into the kitchen and like making Do them a plate yeah oh my god that is so funny i mean i'm sure your clients appreciated it but also like well i was over here like dude that's an 11 dollar meal right oh, there oh you're like dang this is dinner and a service yeah so yeah it was not yeah and it's just really hard because you can't control what other people are doing in the house especially sharing a house with my brothers and the bathroom 
like keeping it clean all the time oh was God, so yeah. hard living yeah. with boys just in general if you have brothers then you know or if you have a husband then you know <laughs> it's just weird like it's yeah. hard because then you know they have their beard shavings that you know they're so careless with how they do things yeah or they'll pee in the toilet and they just let it sit there because they're gross boys um so that was my big issue when working from home do you feel the same yeah definitely yeah. my mom had like 50 animals in the backyard and it was like every time they would go back there it'd be like yapping and i'm like oh my god i'm so sorry make sure the demons are put away yeah like one time one of them freaking bit my client's ankle shut up like the shoe you know the like so it didn't get her but i was so embarrassed exactly it's embarrassing yeah and then also too i would have my brothers um living at home with me and they're big weed smokers nothing wrong with that at all but it's like also (laughs) my clients would come over and they'd be smelling it smelled so loud yeah in the house and i'm like i'm so sorry i can't control what other people do in this house like we all pay rent here so that was another thing it was kind of a problem so now i feel like that was a huge reason why i wanted to move out of that space and get my own place yeah so now that we have that set up i feel like even though that was a struggle and working from home is definitely somewhere um that you don't want to be forever for if that's how you feel um but i feel like it's a great way to save money in the beginning yeah and to get you know start because you're, you're not like paying anyone rent you're just profiting all of that mm-hmm. money so if you have a better situation at home or you know you're just taking friends and family i definitely think that's a great way to start saving money and stocking away for the time that you want to open up a place yeah yeah how so how much um are you comfortable talking numbers yeah yeah how much did you save up for your first location so before that i just saving up that's kind of a hard question so definitely i wanted to make sure you know how even just moving into an apartment they say you want to save at least three months rent yeah so that's kind of what i went off i was like as long as i have three months rent and also whatever i'm making off of european wax center monthly i need to make sure that i'm making that monthly Mm -hmm. just at home yeah right so or maybe not even at home but just like an estimate of how much I would be making if I was doing this all on my own, taking those clients 100% of the time. If that number reflected the same, if not more, than leaving European Wax Center. Does that make sense? Um, Kind of. Yeah, so I just wanted whatever I was making at home, whatever I was making solo, that needs to be the same amount that I was making monthly at European Wax Center. Oh, so that you could finally be like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to go? Yes. Okay. So that way I'm like, okay, I'm not losing money yeah, by yeah, going yeah, out yeah. on my own. Yeah, I'm yeah. making the same amount, if not more. Yeah, definitely like if to make more mm-hmm. because then you're going to be paying rent now. Exactly. But what I'm saying is like all of my personal bills need to be accounted for. All of my things that I enjoy, like if I want to have coffee, you know, every morning, all of those things, that has to be accounted for. All of my little things that I like to do, I didn't want to compromise on anything, which that's also a great way to save money is compromising, is yeah. cutting out the coffee. The only reason why I don't, whatever you feel comfortable with cutting out, but I feel like those are things that like, I'm not going to save enough money cutting out coffee to put a down payment on a house. Yeah, Or yeah, to yeah. actually, like, do like anything your priorities. Like exactly. So like, I'm like, what's your priority? That's not something that I'm going to cut out. So yeah. I feel like the things that I would rather cut out is shopping sprees, yeah. right? Going shopping for clothes. Your hair, things. your nails. Your hair, Like, your sometimes nails. you have to cut those things out. Absolutely. Going um, out all the time. Yeah, going to dinner, those types of things. That's something that I'm more willing to compromise than cutting out my daily coffee. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. why am I going to cut out the thing that gives me energy so I can go to work? <laughs> or panic attacks. <laughs> or pa- Yeah, exactly. Also, if you didn't know, this uh, podcast is brought to you by our 
panic attacks for the day. And that summer's almost over. (laughs) And that summer's almost over. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I just feel like whatever you're making at your day job, don't make sure that you're making that solo. Yes. And and more. And that you have potential to grow, right? That you're not capped out. You're never going to be capped out if you're doing this on your own. Um, but that's when I felt the most comfortable when I saw like, okay, like I am actually making money doing this from home. Like if I move into a place, I have to count for my rent. Also, I have to count for all of the products and supplies that I make. So as long as I can pay for all of that and some and my personal expenses, you have to add all of that number. And if you're willing to sacrifice and have girl dinner a few times a week, have frozen burritos (laughs) every night, you know? Um, then that's somewhere you can cut out too. Like you just have to figure out what your number is that you need to make per month for you to live comfortably. Yeah. So I I would say like your first step definitely is like wherever your location that you're planning to go, like get a um a tour, get numbers. So like at Sola Salon they charged us I think two sixty five a week mm-hmm. for our rent. Um and then just multiply that. And then I always say like if it's I would say like instead of 265 times four, do 265 times five. That way you have a little bit of money, you know, that you could like, I don't know how to explain Mm -hmm. it. Like bounce back on. Yeah. Like just in case, you know, if you have a slow week, you always have that money a little Mm -hmm. bit to the side. So, um, I would say if you think you can make that, then, you know, that's something you have to save is your rent money. Um, and then your products like to stock up to start mm-hmm. everything is like expensive yeah and that's another thing too is like even with if you have a retail retail line the cool thing about a lot of brands now is you don't have to physically carry them here you can have like an online shop too yeah so that way they can purchase just through the link and then the company sends it out directly mm-hmm. that's a good way to save money too so you don't have to have the products on hand yeah um but it is always good to have at least like two or three bottles yeah because people get lazy ordering waiting too. and they just want it then and there but you don't have to stock up on like a full product line pick and choose like maybe one or two products just start out with that you want to have at hand um yeah i mean if you're talking numbers like let's say 265 times let's just say five that's a thousand three hundred and twenty five dollars that you have to have for sure every month for you to be in so your times location by three why three i feel comfortable three oh, months times, right sorry. Okay, so then that's three thousand nine hundred and seventy-five. Let's just round it plus around. your products that it costs per month. Yeah, so let that's just like just have to open something. I would say have at least the four grand for your rent. Mm-hmm. Product-wise, I would say like give or take like another thousand, mm-hmm. maybe. So that's actually a really good number. I think five thousand dollars is a good way to start your business. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need all of the home decor you don't need all of the bells and whistles that all comes slowly Mm -hmm. as long as you have like your chair you have your massage table you have all of the equipment to do the service that's where you just need to start off to begin with don't be splurging on all of these extra things yeah like at at the sola salon they provided you a salon chair which Mm -hmm. i feel like you save money right there is it the most fanciest? No. Is it like the best? Probably not. But guess what? You just saved about two hundred to five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And when you first start, like I said, you don't need all the bells, bells mm-hmm. and whistles. Like, 
you don't need the top of the line steamer. You don't need the Dyson blow dryer. Mm-mm, you know, I the did, nicest curling yeah. iron, whatever it is. You'll like splurge on that later on. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, I don't know if you've had this happen where you're like, I need this. Mm-hmm. And then you buy it and you're like, I've used it once in the yeah. last two years. Like this was stupid and exactly. it's just taking up space. But I personally started um, with the Sola Salon. I went in there not knowing anything because if you know me, I am not a planner. I just go and learn by mm-hmm. my mistakes and I know that's really bad but that's how I learn um I went in there with like I don't even know like I think I, I had like $1,200 and I was like okay like I'm gonna buy all my products and I bought shit that I never even needed mm-hmm. and, and I the thing is too is like how many clients you're really gonna have in the beginning you just yeah. bought all of this product for nobody mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly yeah for it just to sit on in your cabinets yeah to yeah just to yeah and um what's it called i think i went a couple months without paying myself mm-hmm. oh yeah absolutely that's another thing yeah so just be prepared like it's the money is not gonna flow i think i when i was like barely in beauty school and i was talking about like oh yeah maybe i do want to go on my own one day one of my my ex-husband's um cousin owned a salon and she's like i just want to let you know they say that it takes about five years for you to finally see profit in a business and i'm like fuck and um also like something that everyone should keep into consideration is that everyone's financial situation is different Mm -hmm. at the time i was married so i didn't have a car payment i had already paid it off um we had a house you know like kids no kids so i didn't have a lot of crazy responsibility where someone who does have a kid someone who's renting an apartment or single parent has a debt or has a car payment it's gonna be a little bit different so Mm -hmm. just keep that in mind everyone's situations are completely different Mm -hmm. i Um, feel like a huge thing too is we're still preaching to some of the girls here at the salon is make sure you have a separate bank account than your personal account because when you're merging all of your funds together even if you have a separate savings account in your personal account and just in your mind know it's a business savings right and automatically have like what are they called auto withdrawals or whatever auto saving um even auto save a hundred dollars a week that adds up put money away that you forget about that's my favorite way to save money is to take out cash or whatever my tips are and literally just put them away yeah and don't touch them (laughs) i forget about them and later on i have like three thousand dollars saved and i'm like holy shit where did this money come from yeah like doing little things like that like i said the auto save thing auto whatever it is um and then having rainy day funds to like a rainy day personal fund for like if your cat or your dog gets sick right you need those things to make sure that that's taken care of if you get into a car accident you need car repairs and then you need your purse or your business account with its savings account for taxes for those other things like what if something you have a leak at your salon or whatever it is you got to have those separate savings accounts so if it is an automatic thing you already have it set up there yeah so i think auto saving is a great tool to use yeah square has one i just posted that on tiktok where it's like um for every credit card payment that they do you could set it up where it's five percent 10 15 20 50 percent of whatever someone pays with the credit card you can you get it automatically saves that money like 
and I think I have a goal of two grand, like two thousand dollars on that's, there. That's really good, though. And I, like you said, you don't even you're oh shit, I'm already at six hundred. Yeah, we have so many um, subscriptions that just take out five dollars here, five dollars yeah. there, twenty dollars, ten dollars. Like, why not just have another one set up and the money just saves up on its own? You don't yeah. even realize. Um, another thing, we're talking about credit, credit cards, those types of things. Honestly, not everybody is like this. Everybody has different philosophies. But what has worked for me is I never put money on a credit card unless I have it in my bank account, mm -hmm. right? If I have um, $1,000 in my personal account or just in my debit card, whatever it is, and I need to buy something that's four thousand dollars. Yeah. I'm not gonna buy it because that's gonna put me hella in debt, and I can't even pay it off. Yeah. Right now, I mean that's fine if you're buying a big ass thing like a car or whatever. But especially if you're adding those things up yeah. later on down the line, you're gonna be tens of thousands of dollars in debt. Yeah, you know, especially interest. to open a salon. I personally, when I get to that point, I don't want to take out a huge loan. Mm -mm. You get me? Like I feel like. You should be saving that money ahead of time because you're going to take forever to pay that off. Yeah, we'll go back to that mm -hmm. real quick. Um, but yeah, just to answer this this person's question, like I would say like if you don't want to struggle, definitely like five grand, mm -hmm. right? Like that's just going to have you prep. Do not touch that money. That's for your rent and that's for your products. I mean, and if you're kind of daring, then I say like two grand, but you're going to be struggling. You know what I mean? And definitely don't go into debt. Mm -hmm. Like the whole reason to open up a business is for you to uh to profit and to grow mm -hmm. right anything else on that one um no i think i think five six grand is definitely a good number to start with and like i said just make sure that your business is bringing in the same if not more income than your day job yep and also another thing too is give yourself goals before you quit your nine to five before you quit yeah. your day job if you don't have any clients give yourself a number pick a number brianna just did this with herself she works at nordstrom and she has been dying to quit her job for a really long time because she's really unhappy there and she does have a, like a sola salon that she mm -hmm. pays for monthly um but she feels like she can't go out on her own 100% because of her clientele isn't there. Like, it's not consistent, right? Well, because of all her energy is going into exactly. something else. So you need to prioritize to see which one is going to benefit you, your mental health and everything, your mm -hmm. wallet, everything exactly. at the end of the day. So, and they're offering her promotions. They're offering her all of these things. Like, if she switches positions, they'll give her a raise. But I tell her, I'm like, make sure you keep your vision make sure you keep your eyes open and you have a vision at the end of the day like you want to open your lash studio and that you want that to be your job 100% of the time full-time lashing and right? what makes her happy at yeah. the end of the day so what we talked about is she wants a goal a goal number for clients she mm -hmm. needs at least let's say 30 clients right consistently um and that's the number she chose whatever if you want that to be um like a savings account number in your bank account if you want that to be a number of clients that you have coming back whatever that is give yourself yourself some type of little goal so that way when you finally achieve that you're like oh my gosh i'm ready i'm yeah. ready to leave like and even at that point you might not feel ready but and if it feels scary you're on a good route yes like don't get comfortable being in the same position because mm -hmm. that's where everything just falls apart mm -hmm. and definitely be patient too if you can't get to that 30 just you know take your time slowly work your way into it and don't give up because 
business is it does require a lot of patience mm -hmm. for sure just give yourself little goals and every time you achieve one you know it's another step forward so yeah that's my take on that especially coming from you know i have a friend that's currently going through that trying to quit her job so that's something that we're always talking about is give yourself little goals mm -hmm. yep yeah and then also um summer's almost over summer is almost over guys <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so another one that we wanted to talk about was contracts in business. Do you want to elaborate on that one? Um, wait, which one? Contracts in business with rent. The raising rent for both rental, how and when with contract or no contract. Okay, um, we're going to get two different point of views right here because I am the owner of the salon, so there is a contract here with Corey and with all of the other girls. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not gonna lie the first time the first year I was here. I had no idea what the fuck I was doing um, Like I was just telling Corey earlier like if I could I would love to help them out as much as I possibly can So that they're not struggling but at the end of the day we all know that it's a business so I Always say that there should always be a contract if you go into a business that doesn't have a contract I would if you're daring enough, I guess I would say build your own contract and bring it to the person and be like, you know what? I'd feel more comfortable if there was a contract. I want to be here for six months. Does that work for you? How You know? I agree. And I know that takes a lot of balls. Like, I'm going to be honest. If I was in that position, I probably wouldn't do it. But just hearing a lot of horror stories from other people, like, you don't want to be in that position at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So I always say, always, always do a contract. Do not shake hands. Do not go by word of mouth because people will fall back on that so here at studio 13 salon we have contracts i have i think it's a three month six month and 12 month right mm -hmm. um and they're every time that they renew their contract they're allowed to pick which um how, how long they want the contract to last because i don't know what if Corey in three months is like you know what in three months i'm ready to leave or you know what i mean mm -hmm. so it's always good to have don't commit to a full year you don't know and then mm -hmm. on top of that like shit changes you know what if we end up having beef with one of the girls here and you don't want to fucking work here anymore so contracts are very important for you to um have that boundary on both ways um and uh yeah i think contracts are great especially as a renter point of view because i understand what's expected of me I'm the type of person where I need to know the rules. If you don't give me rules and I'm crossing a boundary You're gonna or break them. Yes, exactly. Like I don't know what boundaries I'm breaking, what rules I'm breaking if you don't write it out for me. Yeah. So, um your contract literally needs to state everything. Like the hours of the salon, um right, all of those things when rent is due. Um, how many days that I have if I'm trying to leave or if you want me to leave, right? The evacuation yeah. or what is it? Big Evac yeah, like you get evacuated. Evacuate? I don't know. No, I don't know. Uh, um, like evicted? Say, say I get kicked out. Myra doesn't want me to be here. She's like, you have 30 days to leave. Yeah, they should, I think. Vacate? Yeah. It sounds like vacation. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a this lawyer. This is a vacation from this fucking salon. Oh, right. No. Um, I think, I don't know. I'm just throwing names, like numbers out or whatever. Like, I think legally it has to be 30 days. Yeah, right. Because they can't just kick you out on site. If no. you say like, hey, I'm going to be leaving, they have to give you 30 days. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah, just all of those things have to be written out. Um, like she said, if you're 
renter or a leasee. No, leasee or leaser. We're dumb. We. <laughs> I'm dumb. I'm the I'm one with dumb. the business. Yeah. Um, <laughs> landlord, if your landlady doesn't have an agreement or a contract for you. That's a red flag. That's a red flag. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's a red flag. Um, yeah, definitely have something written out. If they don't have something written out, write something out. Like she said, that is mm-hmm. a great plan. Um, and then also have somebody sit there and read it over with you. Because mm-hmm. if you're not a lawyer or if you're not familiar with the law, yeah how are we supposed to know what we're agreeing to um don't sign anything that you don't read yeah don't i know you get excited in that moment mm-hmm. you're just like like for example Corey was like came in here she's like i'm ready and i'm I like know. do you want to go look around before you come and commit here and mm-hmm. she was like i'm ready and it's i get it like when you're in that moment you're just like excited or you're going through something like mm-hmm. i've been through that too and you just you just want to get out of whatever you're mm-hmm. in you know and you sign and i feel like that's when it kind of backfires sometimes mm-hmm. you know you like want to take your time read it have someone else read it if there needs to be any adjustments then adjust it you know um most of the places that you do go you do have to have like a deposit for any like damages and stuff like that like make sure you guys are reading all of that um personally i know that if I'm going to change anything in the contract, I either wait until the contract is over. You cannot, they cannot, and you cannot change anything while the contract is still in motion. So like, let's say your contract is 12 months and you want to change something six months in, you can't. And your landlord cannot change anything either. You mm-hmm. have to wait till those 12 months are over. They cannot um, say like, hey, your rent's going to go up six months in. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They have to wait. So for me, when I want to change something, if I feel like, okay, this isn't working now, I have to change something, I wait until their lease is over or I wait until the end of the year and I say, hey, when we renew your lease, we're going to change some things and it's up to, you know, the girls or whoever, it's up to them to be like, you know what, I like that or, you know what, it's not going to work out for me. And then I could be like, okay, well, you have 30 days. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. sorry, it's not going to work out haven't happened yet yeah. when it does i will cry and but. i think that also goes for i i don't sell any of your product like commission based but mm-hmm. i think that's also a good thing to have in a contract is your commission rates also so yeah. whatever they're making off of selling for mm-hmm. you um because especially if you want to change your rates say you or say we have walk-in clients and you want to take commission off of the girls however your salon works that's mm-hmm. i don't know if that's how it works here <laughs> um, i don't think so but Say that's that's a thing and you want to change the rates, you always need to make sure that's in your contracts as well. Yeah. So make sure there's contracts. Do not just believe for word of mouth. It does not matter how cool you are with that person. Mm-hmm. There has to be boundaries. Um, you forget things. They forget things. We're all human. Yeah. I mean, I've been there and I'm just like, fuck, you know? Mm-hmm. But... I have a file with all the contracts and I can go over it. Um, also, another thing, like, make sure you're always getting receipts of some sort for your rent. Mm-hmm. Like, that's very important. If your landlord is not keeping track of money. If they want you to sell you your rent. Yeah, no, that is not okay. Um, there has to be some type of traffic of um money that you're paying like here i have them all give me checks because it's when you deposit it it shows a picture on your bank account it there's tracking on their end on my end 
And that's really important. That's a write-off at the end of the day. Your, re- your rent that you pay every month is something that should be written off on your taxes. And if you don't have receipts for that, you need to prove it. Yes. And so here, I do give them at the end of the year, I do give them, is at the end of the year or tax season? I don't mm-hmm. know. I give them like a receipt. And then I also have um, the little receipts with the number on it to like when they paid it, how they paid. So that's very important. If your landlord is not keeping track of that, that's a fucking red flag mm-hmm. because it's no one's responsibility. It is your responsibility, but it's your landlord's responsibility because at the end of the day, that's your write-off right there that they're in charge of because without their signature that you're paying their rent, you can't write that off, mm-hmm. right? Because they're like, oh, you're just making this shit up, right? Right. Um, so that's very important. Um, when, um, I think part of the question was like when rent should go up. Mm, that's a you question so here i just i raised the rent when they raised the rent for me and we just split it and so it just goes up that way i mean i'm not sure how everyone else does it like if they have like a like yeah i've heard some weird stuff before where people are like oh yeah like a year after you've been here we raise the rent yeah so i do that apartments do that too yeah so um I don't know. I mean, there's some places, businesses, like when I was looking, they were like, um, this is the fixed uh, rent for you. So if my rent stayed the same throughout the year, then I'd be like, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to lose money, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's it's going to stay the same and I'm not trying to take money away from people either. So, but when, so, yeah, long story short, just when my rent goes up, it goes up for them. So mm-hmm. if your rent is going up at your place, and I would suggest make it go up make their rent go up as well um another thing you should raise your rent let's say if um i don't know you're adding a service that that person's going to be using then raise the rent like so here we have the option of the towels right so the first year we weren't doing that Mm -hmm. and then everyone was grabbing towels and i'm like okay like this is money that i'm spending so if you guys want to grab towels as well where it's like a service where it's already clean folded towels for you guys and you guys are gonna have to pay for that because mm-hmm. i'm not gonna pay for that right yeah so if if it's something like that then that's when you would raise the rent i also think too if um say you have a salon that has like a bathroom or something and you need to hire a cleaning lady something like that extra help those types of things it's kind of the same thing as the towel service right Mm -hmm. is um you're going to want to increase the rent for that too because that has to reflect in there i mean i would just think that if i was a salon owner i would want to increase for that yeah so that's a perfect example like i fucked up in that too like i didn't include that in the girl's rent here so i just pay that out of my own pocket um but yeah like things like that that's gonna benefit the whole salon then definitely it's not like oh i'm gonna get a big t a big tv screen in my room but I'm going to raise everyone's rent. Yeah. That's kind of fucked up. It needs to be something where it's a community thing for you to raise the rent. Mm-hmm. So like I said, like um, like Corey said, if you're hiring a cleaning lady, towels, whatever, then raise their rent a little bit, you know? Um, so I would just say that if you're going to raise the rent, make sure you do it before the contract is going to get signed. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And um, yeah, summer is almost over. If you didn't know... Mm-mm, so now we almost know. over. Sad face. Sad face emoji. Um, so the next question. Someone said the behind the scene expenses that come with owning a storefront, but I feel like we just kind of went over it with the Sola. 
um, the storefront, I didn't know this until recently, is more kind of like when you open up a business, like a whole ass salon like I did versus a sola mm-hmm. salon is just you individual. Oh, yeah. So the only difference is that there's more expenses. Mm-hmm. You're paying for the entire salon, not just your one little room. Yes. So for You're paying for utilities, air conditioning, yes. water. <laughs> yes, everything. You're solely responsible. So like, for example, I've talked about this a lot. In Corey's room, her tile, the floor was lifting up. It's my responsibility to fix it, not hers. I don't know. Let's say she was at a sola. Then it's the landlord's where she's renting out's responsibility. Mm-hmm. If she was on her own on at her house, then... Obviously, it's your responsibility. Mm -hmm. So the best way I could say is that owning a storefront is just, you're just responsible for everyone's stuff, I guess, in a way. Yeah. Um, Here, it's kind of, the AC goes out, then the landlord's, like the person I rent from, that's his responsibility because this is his building. Damage to the building. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, I don't know, the expenses wise, like, you know, there's things here that I do buy out of my own pocket to, like I said, elevate the salon. So I got an ice machine. Yeah, the fucking microwave, the ice machine. The little refrigerators, coffee maker. Yes, that's Mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to raise the rent for that because at the end of the day, it's something I want for my salon. Mm -hmm. Those are like amenities that you are included. Yes. Mm -hmm. But I want to say, like, I'm spending... (laughs) I want to say like an extra $1,500 on salon stuff every month, Mm -hmm. like, like products, shit for the salon to smell good. My cleaning lady, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Just stuff like that. Like the Swiffer, the fucking trash bags, like just stuff like that. I'm responsible for that. Mm -hmm. You should never have your like renters buy toilet paper or clean the bathroom or um you know oh oh you're using the swiffer well then you need to go buy some and if you expect us to clean the salon it's not your responsibility but if if say they want them to that should be in your contract Mm -hmm. if you are one of those salon owners that's like you need to make sure that the bathroom is clean you know what i mean state that in your contract don't just make that up as you go yeah personally i feel like you should have a cleaning person i agree well, that's wants not, to clean the bathroom especially after a long if you day. have renters that is not your renter's job to make sure that your bathroom is clean that's your employee's job or your cleaning lady's job mm-hmm. i don't get paid to do that no no i when i used to assist they had me clean the bathrooms mm-hmm. and that i was like i'm here to learn i'm not here to be your maid i'll restock the toilet paper i'll put it on the roll yeah that's it <laughs> But luckily here, um, the building um, owner, he hired um, Mm -hmm. cleaners for the bathrooms because it's a community. And then I have the salon, like I said, we we get my mom to come and clean it once a month. Um, But like Corey's room, that's her responsibility. Um, Here, the trash, the community trash, whoever's here last takes it out. Mm -hmm. But we don't make Corey go take out our trash because she doesn't use that trash. Right. So, yeah, just keep that in mind yeah it's just whatever you're using make sure you you know keep it clean and keep your areas clean whatever it is don't be um leaving a mess sometimes i leave dishes in the sink don't tell my wrap we have to um but yeah just keep your areas clean and make sure that if you're using it you're putting everything away and you're not being sloppy and messy Mm -hmm. um yeah all of those things but i don't think it's necessary to be uh 
deep cleaning your bathroom if you're not getting paid for that yeah they don't make you do that at the sola salons mm-hmm. so why would they make you do that european wax center didn't make me do it so i'm not gonna do yeah. it else. <laughs> no it's not your job you're there to work mm-hmm. um yeah do you want to add anything to that summer's almost over <laughs> summer is almost over if you don't know um somebody left this comment <laughs> When we're asking for topics, they just said, Summer's almost over, sad face. Sad face. Um, uh, uh, um, Were those our only questions? No, we have... Um, yeah, we have one more. Someone put, how when you get storefront, land- storefront and landlord doesn't remodel. Again, that's like another me question. Sorry, mm-hmm. Corey. Go ahead. You want to elaborate? You want to talk about? Yeah. Okay. Um... Yeah, that sucks. I'm very lucky that the landlord here helps us out. Like when I had the um, the shampoo bowls put in, he paid for half of it, which is other places they don't, they won't do that. Did They're you just talk like, to him before you moved in about it? Yeah, but I was not expecting him to pay for it, to be honest. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's nice. The sign in the front, he was like, oh, that's usually like $500. Don't worry, I'll gift that to you. And I'm like, oh, okay. Hmm. Um but here the electrical which we've talked about this before it it was going out it wasn't strong enough to have all the blow dryers going um i talked to him about it and i mean this is his building he should have upgraded it he should have paid for it um but it was really expensive and he was like i'm not going to pay for it i will i was like okay are you willing to pay for half of it like i'll put the other half at the end of the day it's an upgrade here and i'm not planning on leaving here um so he agreed to it I, I think that when landlords don't want to help you out, like, that's a red flag, like, and you kind of never know what you're going into until it's too late, unfortunately, because in that moment, that landlord's probably trying to, like, make everything look like, I'm going to be the best landlord, mm-hmm. you know? Just to fill the spot. Yes, just to get you in, and then after you sign it, they're like, well, it's not my problem anymore. Because that's kind of what I was getting here. But I feel like I have a really good relationship with the landlord's secretary. So um, I feel like she has my back and is willing to help out. But I really don't have any advice other than like have contracts, you know. Because on my contract it said like I couldn't change anything. Or if I change anything it has to go back. But I feel like everything I've done here has been like a major upgrade. Yeah. Before um, you move in anywhere, just ask so many questions. Yeah. Ask every question that you possibly don't think can happen. Ask it. Like, oh, well, what happens if there's a flood? Are you responsible or am I responsible? The damages, everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, if I need to upgrade the electrical, are you responsible or am I responsible? You know what I mean? Um, so just, I don't know. I, I don't, I really don't understand the question other than... It just says how when you get storefront landlord doesn't remodel. Maybe like after your lease is up, you can, like I said, bring it up and be like, hey, I'm wondering if I can upgrade this and you can do that for my new lease and maybe even compromise with them and be like, I'm willing to pay $200 more for rent. Right. Right? Like, I don't know. That's reasonable, right? Yeah. I think um, compromise is for sure a big thing. Like how you were negotiating your prices and everything or what was it with the electrical the, yeah with the electrical i think that's a good way to do it is definitely try and negotiate with them yeah because at the end of the day they're just trying to do business like mm-hmm. i said it's just business yeah it's not personal they're not trying to because they're not going to benefit if 
you know, for if you upgrade anything, the fuck? Right. What does that got to do with me? Nothing. Mm-hmm. So why should I put my money in it, right? Um, but yeah, that I, I don't know. That's all I had to say. And summer's almost over, so. Summer's almost over, you guys. Wear your sunscreen. <laughs> down to your nipples. Like, Wear your SPF all the way down to your butt crack. You said nipples. Well, now I changed my mind. Mm. Well, summer's down almost over. Down to your starfish. <laughs> I think those are all the questions um, that we have, that we got asked. Yeah. And... Do you have anything else? Mm-mm. Corey's coffee has run out. It did, actually. I'm, like, crashing now. Sorry. It's okay. But pretty much, we just... How much did you save to go solo? I would expect to save at least three months' rent. Make sure that you can pay your rent comfortably. And what do we say? 5000 6000 uh, If you want to be comfortable and not struggle, I would say five to six grand. That's in California also. I don't know what the going rates for rent are in other states. Yeah, if you're like in Utah, then like, I don't know, 200 bucks. I heard that Arizona, <laughs> people are paying like $700 for like a room like mine, or even less, like $500 for a room. Uh, I'm like, dude, I'm moving to Arizona. No, you're not. <laughs> oh my god. But it, exactly, it's just like like what, whatever your area is that you're living in. Just do your research, see what other people are charging for rent. Like, definitely don't just look at one place and figure. And don't cut corners to save money either. Like, do not. And I'm saying this: do not go into a solo salon with a friend. Mm. Just do it on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, comfortably five grand. And that money doesn't mean that since you have it, you get to spend all of it. That's your, like, back, like, if, you know, that's just for safety. Yep. If you want to struggle a little bit and you're okay with that, then I say two grand. If you're okay with eating ramen noodles and frozen mm-hmm. burritos. Like I said, it, it just depends on your um, financial situation, It right? can be done. Yeah. Um, always have contracts. Have someone read over your contract. Mm-hmm summer's almost over (laughs) summer's almost over um that's a topic for another day we talked about all of our listener questions how much did you save to go solo summer's almost over Mm -hmm. and contracts in business Mm -hmm. there was a few other ones too did i miss anything uh the landlord thing the storefront we went over all the it was only like four people that commented yeah so if anybody has any other questions feel free to email us um, we have the email linked in the description, the bio of this episode or whatever. So you can always email us questions, um, anything that you might want to ask. Honestly, I should probably check that email. Yeah, I was just going to ask you, have you ever? No <laughs> <laughs> one participates Maybe. anyways. No They've probably been like messaging me. Sorry, you guys. I will check. Um, but yeah, I hope we answered those questions properly. So if you guys have any other questions, feel free to email us. And summer's almost over. Summer's almost over. Halloween's coming up. Um, what are you gonna be for Halloween? Oh, I thought we were all gonna be Haley Williams. <laughs> oh yeah, we decided that the whole salon is gonna dress up as different versions of Haley. Um, or Adam Sandler's. I'm known to be Adam Sandler's too. <laughs> I don't know who I would be. He, he's the same in every... I'm going to be Jack and Jill. He's <laughs> <laughs> the worst one. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm going to be Scuba Steve. Scuba Steve. That's a good one. I'm going to be making big old loogies. I could do that. Spit loogies. I could do that. 
Please I can don't do that. show me. You're going to make me nauseous. Oh, God, if she's doing it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, well, thanks for joining us, you guys. Until next time, we will see you um, in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we canceled that one. But yes. Okay, talk to you later. Love you. I don't.